0: Good afternoon, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Lisa Tuggle, your host of Evangelination, evangelizing the nation for the best and brightest future of our country, our world our eternal souls. And what could be more important than that? Today, friends, I want to talk to you about uh, the signs of the times. And in particular, I want to talk to you about uh, something that has come up in um, prophecies. And it's called the warning or the illumination. Have you heard about this before? Um, Christine Watkins has a book about it. You can look up Christine Watkins. The Warning, The Illumination, I think that's the title of it, The Illumination. But there's also a priest, a holy priest from France. His name is Father Michel Rodrigue, Rodrigue, Rodrigue that's G-U-E on the end. And he's, uh, he's a wonderful, jolly priest from France who is also a mystic and an exorcist. And he deals regularly with exercising demons. So he's very familiar with the battle spiritual battle that's waging all around us even though we don't uh give it much thought and um so he also talks about this um and also father uh uh, padre pio the great padre pio who was a mystic and stigmatist um bore the wounds of christ for over 50 years um he too talked about this um in a mitigated way he talked about the three days of darkness that are coming and so, all of this is really coming to the fore for us. I think we can all see that these times are most unusual. Uh, we, t- we talk about, um, you know, good as being bad and bad being good, and this is something that's referred to in the Book of Revelation that the in, in the end times, uh, things that are good will be called evil, and things that are evil will be called good. And so, um, we really have to um, just open up our minds and our hearts a little bit to think about some of the prophecies and the scriptures that are, um, we believe are really unfolding right here before us um, in this very day. We were born for this time. So um, anything that we think about in this regard um, should not instill in us fear because we have a powerful and loving God, a living God who is not um, ignorant of what's going on. No, that's, could be, could, nothing could be farther from the truth, and he's also appointed to us angels uh, to guard us in all our ways and to instruct and enlighten us. So we want to start um, this podcast today uh, with the guardian angel prayer, which we've said before, and I invite you to pray to your guardian angel today with me so that that uh, guardian angel will be given uh, authority over you so that you know what... Uh, that holy, holy angel can do for you in your life, guiding you and uh, leading you and supporting and protecting you, will be allowed. Because remember that God gives us free will, and um, he doesn't overcome um, our free will, which would be violence. No, he's not a God of violence. He's a God of love, and love respects free will. So we want to freely invite um, the guidance of our holy angel, which was given to us by God assigned to us from birth or from conception. And so let's begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Guardian angel, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side, to light and to guard, to rule and to guide. Amen. Saint Mark of the Archangel, defend and protect us. Amen. Saint Joseph, pray for us in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining with me in that brief prayer. Okay, so um, like I said, um, this term, the warning, has been uh, bandied about uh, recently quite a bit. And what that involves is um, a great grace and mercy for the world from the Eternal Father. So as I understand it, Uh, and I'm not the complete authority on this, but uh, what I understand of the warning or the illumination that is coming is that the Eternal Father, our loving Father, is going to give everyone a chance to repent. And so what will happen is that people all over the world, every man, woman, and child, will be able to see their souls, to see their lives as they, they are. So we'll be able to see ourselves as we truly are in relation to God. And this will be a great grace. It will be the grace of illumination. We will know whether we have served him or whether we have not. We will know whether we have inadvertently cooperated with the enemies of Christ, the enemies of God. And whether we have been um, lazy or um, selfish or anything, uh, even though we are trying to follow God and trying to keep his command. It will become very clear to us where our shortcomings are, uh, where we have um, you know, fallen short of the glory of God uh, and, his, uh, and his holiness that we're called to. So we are um, all given the grace to be holy um, at the uh, sacrament of baptism, and uh, we're also given the grace to be holy sometimes even um, in places where baptism is possible, and maybe we just desire good, and we desire and hope in sort of a maybe an unconscious way for the gift of baptism. We all are called to be in the body of Christ. That is our mission. It's our one mission is to, um, live in this world in Christ who is the way because he is the bridge between humanity and divinity. He unites us in his very self, in his person. as both human and divine. That's why he is the way. He's also the truth and the life. And the warning is about, um, Choosing the truth and choosing life. You know, God uh, said, uh, you know, choose life that you and your descendants may live. Um, And so this is what we want to do at the time of the warning or the great illumination. And everyone will know when it's happening. This is why um, it's important to know that it's going to happen. Um, You won't be alone when you start to experience it. The whole world will be experiencing it. Everyone, without exception, will hear the Eternal Father and know um, in their hearts, in their minds, in their souls, what they need to do to get right with the Eternal Father, right? So this is the point of the warning. And as I understand it, um, God the Father, this is what um, Father Michel Rodriguez um, said uh, this great mystic. He said that um, God will give us six weeks to convert. To think, so we will be um, uh, experiencing this illumination, in which we will really understand. We'll be cut to the heart. Hopefully, if your heart is not stone, um, you'll be cut to the heart. You'll understand where your shortcomings are, what you've been doing to your loved ones without realizing it, what you've been doing um, yeah, to offend God. Uh, you know, there are countless things. Uh, one of the things that offends God most uh, on the planet today is abortion, an infanticide. And euthanasia, these are great offenses and crimes against God. And we need to um, shake off the uh, lies and the deception of the uh, enemies of our souls in this regard. Because many, many people think that it is good, that abortion is somehow good, and it should be legal. And it's heinous, heinous crime against life. And I say this with complete confidence. Because uh, I know it with uh, all my heart, without a shadow of a doubt, that this can never, ever uh, be in accordance with the command of the Almighty Father, Thou shalt not kill. So, um, anyway, um, this six weeks, uh, at the the time of the warning, uh, Father Michel said that um, Satan will be bound and chained and will not be able to tempt or, uh, uh, you know, wield influence over anyone alright so this will be a time of deep and great and profound grace and um, people will will flock to the church people will flock to those who can lead them in catechetical instruction and in scripture uh, understanding of scriptures to the sacraments a profound activity um, that will take place and this is very important you are to open your hearts and your um, homes to those who need instruction. And, um, you know, evangelization is about not only evangelizing other people, but evangelizing ourselves and making us prepare, prepared to be evangelizers. So I invite all of you who are listening to be ready for this. And so to choose life, to choose the way, the truth the life, Jesus Christ during that time of warning, uh, illumination, and also to open yourselves. To uh, admonish and instruct and lead those who come to us in tears and in contrition, seeking a way for us, seeking to be uh, united uh, back to God, uh, prodigal sons and daughters coming back to God in droves. We pray, we want to pray and fast for this. We've talked about fasting in the past, and we really want to pray and fast for all of those. Pray and fast for ourselves, we'll be able to um, stand. The, um, uh, the the sight of our souls before God because none of us is uh, free of sin. And uh, we pray that we'll be able to um, trust in divine mercy and not despair. Uh, you know, Judah, the difference between Judas and Peter was that uh, Peter did not despair, whereas Judas did and hung himself. Uh, you know, so we never want to be like Judas. We want to be like Peter, who though he denied Christ, um, trusted in his greatness, in his goodness and mercy and love. And so let's follow Peter in also um, acknowledging our sins when that time of warning comes, but also to turn faithfully to the divine mercy and especially to pray the divine mercy chaplet. When you uh, pray the divine mercy chaplet at 3 o'clock, at the 3 o'clock hour every day of the year, not just on divine mercy, the feast of divine mercy, but every day of the year at 3 o'clock, it is the hour of great mercy. Wherever you are, from three to four, pray earnestly for the uh, remission of all your sins and the punishment due to sins. And uh, ask for the conversion of all your family members, friends, and acquaintances, and even people you've just uh, known and passing in life. Every uh, classmate you've ever had, every neighbor you've ever had, people you've passed on the street. You know, pray for the conversion of all people. Pray for your priests, your bishops, your pope, um, all the... Uh, clergy of all denominations, all married couples and children, uh, teachers and keepers of the young, all who make real in these troubled times, the gospel, the way to eternal life. So we just asked for, um, um, that we would pray and fast uh, during this time leading up to the warning for all people, uh, that they would be converted, that they would choose life, that they would choose the eternal father. And, um, So at the end of the uh, six-week period of um, grace, during which time we are to make our decision whether we will choose God uh, or whether we will choose uh, the Antichrist and the mark of the beast, which is coming, and the mark of the beast will likely be associated with buying and selling. So um, we will have a choice. We can choose God or mammon, mammon being money and the and all the worldly things that, that brings so you cannot serve two masters you will either choose one and hate the other or love one and uh, dismiss the other so you cannot um serve both either god or mammon the time is coming to choose all right so um after the six weeks of uh, decision making um, then there will be, um, I I presume, a a time of great tribulation and justice. So that six weeks will be a time of mercy. Fly to God's mercy. Fly into the heart of God who is our refuge during that time so that um, the wrath of God, the justice of God coming on the world will not harm you, will not touch you, because you will be in the heart of the Father, right? It's the only, you know, a good he's a good father, and he chastises those he loves. So those who remain obstinate, he will chastise in hopes that maybe by punishing them, they will come back into line. And what good father hasn't done that with his own children? So those who are doing no wrong will not be punished. But those who do, who are succumbing to wrong, uh, wrongful behavior and um, a sinful life, well, they need punishment. And let's hope that um, we're not among them, but uh, none of us um, can uh, be inflated with pride to think that it won't touch us. So the wrath of God is coming upon the disobedient ones. And let's be obedient. Let's be obedient to the Holy Spirit. Let's be obedient to holy inspirations that never um, harm anyone. Um, let's be obedient in uh, fasting and prayer, according to the requests of Our Lady at Medigoria and throughout history. Um, through uh, Our Lady of Fatima, which we just celebrated yesterday. You know, she also prayed for uh, prayer and much penance. Um, you know, Our Lady of Fatima um, prophesied or um, predicted the war. She told us about the Second World War that was going to come, and it did. And she also pray, uh, predicted that um, um, the errors of uh, Russia, which would be communism at that time, because uh, it was right around the Bolshevik Revolution, revolution she said that the errors of Russia or communism would spread throughout the world if we did not um, co- uh, consecrate the entire world to her immaculate um, heart. And that did not happen. It was to happen um, by the uh, uh, executed by the Pope, with, in union with all the bishops of the world. And that didn't actually happen. So uh, communism and the errors of communism have spread all over the world and even to our own country and into our own government. And that is why. Um, there are many strange things happening, many falsehoods and deceptions going on, many lies um, uh, uh, and the propaganda that's coming um, from certain uh, news media is all part of this uh, agenda to subvert um, the freedom and the goodness and the beauty of our country and our constitution and um, to, uh, to take over the world with a, a communist agenda. And uh, this is something that is also being revealed uh, throughout the world. And, uh, you know, you don't have to take my word for it. You can take this um, idea into uh, prayer and ask the Eternal Father yourself. Talk to Jesus and Mary and Joseph and ask them, you know, go to Joseph because he um, had to uh, listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit in his dream when he was instructed to take Mary and Joseph. Um, into Egypt to save the life for the child because Herod was um, seeking the life of the Messiah child. You know, and he could have woken up and said, "Ugh, that was just a dream, and relied on his own understanding and human logic and reasoning. But he did not do that. He was faithful to inspiration, and he saved the life of our Messiah and our King and uh, our Redeemer, and he's our salvation. So that was a very important thing that Joseph did. He did not rely on his own human logic, and reasoning, but he um, clung to faith and understanding and and, and to the inspiration that uh, was given to him. And so when we get inspirations, let's follow them um, so that we might uh, live and so that Christ uh, might be uh, uh, saved in us, for we are um, all temples of the Holy Spirit and temples of the presence of, of Christ, and um, there's so much more that I want to share with you today um, about uh, some of these end times. But um, I just want to leave you um, with uh, this scripture reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. This is the first letter, First Thessalonians chapter 5. And this is about the end times, about the uh, second coming of the Lord before that time. And so this is chapter five. It says, concerning times and seasons, brothers, you have no need for anything to be written to you, for you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When people are saying peace and security, then sudden disaster comes upon them like labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers, are not in darkness, for that day to overtake you like a thief. For all of you are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us stay alert and sober. Those who sleep go to sleep at night, and those who are drunk get drunk at night. But since we are of the day, let us be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet that is hope for salvation. For God did not destine us for wrath, but to gain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore. Encourage one another and build one another up, as indeed you do. We ask you, brothers, to respect those who are laboring among you and who are are over you in the Lord and who admonish you, and to show esteem for them with special love on account of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. We urge you, brothers, admonish the idol cheer the faint-hearted support the weak be patient with all see that no one returns evil for evil rather always seek what is good both for each other and for all rejoice always pray without ceasing in all circumstances give thanks for this is the will of god for you in christ jesus do not quench the spirit Do not despise prophetic utterances. Test everything, retain what is good, refrain from every kind of evil. And may the God of peace himself make you perfectly holy, and may you entirely, spirit, soul, and body, be preserved, blameless, for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful and he will also accomplish it. Brothers, pray for us. The final verses there. Greet all the brothers with a holy kiss. I adjure you by the Lord that this letter be read to the brothers. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful scripture passage, which was written uh, uh, 2,000 years ago and is pertinent for us today. Um, so um, I just want to uh, also bring to your attention this uh, verse 15, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 15. See that no one returns evil for evil. Rather, always seek what is good. And, you know, I think that that's just a, the final thing I'd like to share with you today, is even in your relationships and Um, Especially in your relationships, return good for evil. If somebody hurts your feelings out of ignorance or out of selfishness, return good for evil because this is how you will be known by the angels to be with God, to be of God, to be of His family. The angels will come and mark everyone, uh, either for or against God, and you. Uh, Brothers and sisters, I want you to be um, among those who are marked and sealed with the sign of the living God. And that sealing is coming. He will send out his angels to seal each one of us with the sign of Christ. So uh, we will have a choice. We can accept the sign of the beast, the mark of the beast, which will be death. There can be no middle ground, it will be uh, either or in this case, you will either choose the mark of Christ or the mark of the beast. And so choose life so that you and your descendants may live. All right, that's all for now. God bless you.